that your phone? Did you put a phone booth in here? From <clears throat> 1920 England? That's my grandma's phone. It's a rotary. That's a Gra- rotary. Grandma! Get the... Get the phone, Graham! She never is. Let what it go to she, voicemail. What does she do up there? <laughs> Hello? All right. So <laughs> you see, the, what I've done, and I, you, or you know this, I started the voicemail right, yeah, the we podcast. Have a, yes, we have a voicemail. So there's a voicemail, um, and you can just say whatever you want on that voicemail. Sure. I invite you to say whatever. It'd be nice if it was productive, but if you want to cry <laughs> into the phone on the voicemail. Which could be productive for him. Really, it, this might be healing lives, and we could be totally overjudging what's happening here. So it's 814-799-0064. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah, I got it. What was it? God, so you didn't even pay <laughs> you, attention. You knew I wasn't even looking at you. I heard I caught a niner in there. Oh, dude. Another one. It's ringing again. It's ri- I can't believe it's ringing again. Hi, Rob. This is Martin. So we were just wondering if you were showing up for your shift today. Um, the donuts need made. If you could just give us a call back, that would be great. So. Holy so sh- apparently. Holy I, shit. Wait. <laughs> I, either I had a job at Martin's grocery store and didn't realize it, or somebody... Did Martin's just rob Zio? Somebody called me, right? They called me into work from a job that I don't even work at. Oh, so man. That, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know what happened there, but that's that was I a hope legitimate that was, voicemail. I hope that was that actually Martin's and not just someone. Well, I hope that somebody named Rob has a number extremely close to my voicemail number, and they were calling in to let him know. Well, A, he's fired. B, hook us up some donuts. What are you doing? What's that phone number again? Bro. Oh, it's 814-799-0064. Let's go. This is Rob Radio. Music. Whoa. The music. Remember the old one? Yeah. We don't talk about that much music anymore, so yeah. we cut it out. Should we? Should we bring back the music? You know what? You know what, DP? First of all, welcome back to the studio. Welcome hey, back thanks. to the Z-Dome. Launchbox Studios, downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. You know? <laughs> Rick Steiner's in the house tonight. Um, so, yeah, one one thing that happened huge in music, and I, I, this is honestly something I don't know about you. Are you a Petty fan, or were you a Tom um, Petty fan? Eh. Because you're a classic rock guy. Yeah, I mean, I like Petty, like, but he's just not... He wasn't one, in your top. Yeah, he's not one of my guys. Like, I know guys that have went and seen him four or five times. Like, That's, I don't I really have, yes. have that desire. That's me. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't deny what he's done. Right. I mean, it's a crazy track record. One of the, one of the greatest of all time, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as, like, make... I, I have a podcast that I recorded a couple of days ago. So I don't know which one I'll re- release first. This one or that one. <laughs> I no. haven't figured that out yet, but, like... Tom Petty to me, yeah, the songs, I mean, he's like, he's known for his hits, right? He's not, you don't right. know, well, at least I don't know, like, tracks off of old Petty albums. Yeah. But the greatest hits are, like, some of my favorite songs of my childhood. But also, there's so many hits that there's not a lot of just random tracks off albums. Surprisingly, there is, you know, though, if, because he has, I mean, if you listen to it, there's songs that like, I've never heard of. Well, yeah, I mean. Because he that, has, from going back to 70. Yeah, that long of career. Yeah. But you're right. He had so many big songs. That even that you listen to an album, there's like four or five classics yeah. on it. He was just, and I said this on the last podcast. He was 
every it seemed like everybody liked Tom Petty. I mean, I don't know even if you weren't like crazy about going to see him live in concert or like you weren't like diehard into him. You heard a Petty song, yeah, you enjoyed it. Like top, he just made good music. Top ten road trip guys, mm-hmm. running down a dream, right. you know, like when you're on the highway, free I mean, falling, for free falling. While you're, you know, smoking a dube in your van, that seems to be <laughs> that goes hand in hand right? for like yeah. the the 1990s, uh, the whole scene. It was, it was like he was like a throwback to the 70s or even like the 60s, like a Neil Young, yeah, for another generation. Yeah, you think he was like a late 60s, like 70s guy? Yeah, like he was like Steve Miller Band. Yeah, like that's like in that era. Yeah, exactly. It was even though Steve, I guess they kind of crossed. Some bit. like times there, yeah. Eighty yeah. Steve Miller bands bullshit though. I, I love Abracadabra, and that's the only eighty Steve Miller. That's song where I it went know. downhill. I don't know why. That's one of my favorite Steve Miller songs. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I don't. People hate that song. Yeah, because it's terrible. Because you're comparing it to the A- rest of every his music. song ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> every song ever made. Yeah, maybe. Ooh. That's a that's a boatload. That's that's <laughs> heavy right there. Done some research on it. So, as I was researching Petty, because I was like, oh, man, I got to do a little podcast about him. And I had in the past. I actually did two in the past about him, but they're gone now due to legal reasons. R.I.P. They're, they'll maybe be seen one, again one day. Maybe to the highest bidder. But uh-huh. I, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. RobbieZAuction.com. Sell them at the Marconi's Institute. <laughs> um, there was these interviews that I watched of Petty, and... He, I don't know what drugs he was on, but he was drugged out. Look up, there's a Tom Petty, Gary Shandling interview. And it's like, they were going to go to an interview, but they started recording on the way to the interview. And Petty's smoking a cigarette, and you can't even, I can't understand half the stuff you're saying. What kind of drugs do you think he wasn't on? Uh, that's a, okay. That's a, a good question. I didn't know, I knew Meth. He, I'm going to say meth. Yeah, he probably wasn't on meth. Yeah. He maybe dabbled in heroin it seems yeah. like that's a, that's a 70s rocker thing yeah. you know i mean i and I, i'm not judging here hey. i'm just saying i'm he may have looked in great shape he never looked like he was in great shape he always looked kind of frail it's <laughs> <laughs> probably there and when, in interviews when he talks like what I, i'm telling you right now i'm not saying anything bad about petty because i love the guy but it was just it was i never watched these interviews and there's this one with gary shandling it's on youtube and he just mumbles and bumbles and it's so Stumbles. bizarre. It's such a bizarre interview because he's, I don't know what he's on, but he's messed up. But uh, it's, it's so, I saw a side of Petty that I didn't actually see before. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And if you're a huge wrestling fan, Bobby the Brain Heenan passed away. Yeah. Whew, were you, I mean, was that your era of wrestling at all? Uh, so it was like, post like commentator Bobby the Brain Heenan is like what I remember. I don't remember him ever being the manager. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was like that yeah, prime. a while yeah. ago. But yeah, he was just another one of those dudes. Maybe one of the greatest managers of all time, but like, as far as wrestling goes, one of the best guys yeah, ever legend. on the microphone. He was looking rough, man. I'm surprised he made it as long as he did. Yeah, right? Seriously. He had throat cancer, I think, or something like mm-hmm. that, which is like the worst thing. One of the best talkers ever. Yeah, irony right there. And that's what happens to him. Um, okay, so DP and I... What about a week, two weeks ago, week and a week ago, had the, the week, week, yeah, sweet sh- week, two weeks, that's two weeks ago, about a smidge in a week, about a smidgy widgy, yeah. So we headed to Pittsburgh, we did. Joey Diaz was in the house live, it was amazing, it was awesome. Yeah, Pittsburgh Improv, which uh, shout out to the Pittsburgh Improv, yeah, that place is amazing. That <laughs> was the first time I was over there, it's awesome. And I had no idea, it was right by Dave and Buster's, yeah, right on no the, clue, right on the waterfront in Homestead, just tucked right in, yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's 
throwback comedy club. And, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, you're, you were, like, venture into stand-up comedy yeah. that you only went once. Yeah. But but still, like, this, the, the lore of it, like, imagine getting up there and crushing and, like, having that yeah, it's, in the palm of your hand kind of thing. It's crazy to see it up close. Stand-up's so cool because I feel like uh, it's, it's still new. You know, it's only been around since, like, the 50s. As far okay. as like, uh, and, and as far as being huge, I'd say the eighties. Yeah, the seventies. I mean, were definitely big, but not like mainstream huge. Right, I feel yeah. like. And now it's in an era where there's so many stand-up comedians. There's, there's uh, every and everyone has a podcast, so you can that's listen the thing to is them. the access to the comedians. Yeah, is, is completely changed. Yeah, yeah, finding out about them more instead of like having to wait for them to do five minutes on Leno or something like right, that. Yeah, they get to talk in long form. Um, it, it, just the feeling of a comedy club is. Maybe this is just my age showing. Like we were talking about coffee and tea. Like I'm a I'm a tea drinker now. Yeah. Because of my advanced age. I think instead of going to concerts now, I love going to see stand up. Well and we were six feet from Joey Diaz. Yeah. I well, mean, it's the right person to go see. Like you gotta yeah. see the right person. Yeah. But I mean just being that close to and just the way he does it is very impressive. It was hilarious. I mean, there's no like structure to it. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no jokes in it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, it's 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 crazy. You're I've been saying there's no jokes. I cried laughing ninety percent of the time. It's hilarious, but there's no setups and there's no punchlines. Yeah, I mean, there's no timing to it. Yeah, he just like nobody. We were I think I, we were saying this on the way home. Nobody could do that except no. for Joey Diaz. Anybody yeah. could say exactly what he said, and it would not be yeah what he, just, he did. He just goes up there and holds court for an hour. Seriously, and like, that's it. And you just love him. It's amazing. The crazy thing is. Listening to his story, like, he went through hell. Like, that guy had a hellacious oh, life. Yeah. Just full of, like, trauma and drug addiction. And yeah, and felonies. Killing and people and, like... No, no father ever, like... And coming through and still being, and he admits, still being a screw-up. Yeah. Like, taking 18 bong rips and going to his daughter's ballet class, you know? <laughs> And you can't take everything seriously in comedy, but I'm sure that is true. It's, I guarantee you. I mean, maybe it's 12. Right. <laughs> the exact amounts, maybe not. Right. But it might be 12. Um, but it just... Uh, seeing somebody, like, unkempt... Like, I mean, he's totally unfiltered. Yeah. And he's just out there doing it. You don't... You can't do that when you're 20 years old. No, you don't you have the experience. Like, you, you just don't have the life lived... Yeah. ...to be able to... You can go out there and fake it, I think. Yeah. Or be a disaster at it, like a like a Sam Kinison. Yeah, I, I heard this comedian one time said, a 50-year-old with a high school education is smarter than a 25-year-old with three degrees. Right. Because yeah. they lived it. The like, experience. Yeah. I think Louis, I think it was a Louis C.K. bit, but... The knowledge without the experience, man. Yeah. It doesn't like, mean anything. They learn, like, all that those years, whatever you learn in college is nothing compared to what life is. Yeah, seriously. That, that stand-up show... Like, I, I don't know. Every time I go to see stand-up now, especially being as close as we were, it just changes me. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, the the ball is number one of the person on stage. Yeah. To captivate an entire room. Yeah. And to, like, piss people off. Like, because I imagine there was a lot of people offended there. Because some of the stuff he was saying, I was like, man. Yeah. Somebody that, like, I could see older women. The, the group in front of us walking in. <laughs> what was that? We're walking in, they're like... Late sixties, yeah, probably. Like what book they, club? I'm like, what? What is? What are they doing here? Yeah, it was weird. But that's awesome. I would love to have just stared at them. 
and yeah. seeing the reactions to things. Like, ask them afterwards. That's the thing. Like, it's so dark in there. Like, we were right next to the stage. I mean, my yeah. foot was on the stage. Yeah. So you, you actually can't... Got, they tackled you at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I got escorted out. Not the point. Um, <laughs> but the room's black. I mean, like, they, they kill all the house lights. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't really see, like, many people's reactions on how... But, I mean, the place was rocking. Plus, having Joey Diaz, like, what, maybe eight feet from us? I was, yeah. I was transfixed. I yeah, didn't want to was... look at anybody else. It's like I want to just stare at this old dude. Yeah, just go up and, like, poke him. Just, like, just right. look at him. He's yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the crazy part. And the crazy part is, as close up, I'm like, he looks a lot like my dad in the face. Like, they have the same <laughs> face, facial structure. And I kept staring at him. I, didn't, I don't think I told you that. I, was, I looked at him a bunch of times. I'm like, man, he looks a lot like my dad. Like, that's weird. And, I, like, the old, like, saggy, because you're, yeah. like, in your 50s and your face starts to, like, sag a little bit. I don't know. But it was hilarious. It was a blast, man. I, I, I don't... I, in Pittsburgh Improv, whatever they bring around, I'm in. Yeah. Like, I, I want to Well, they had some good lineups, like, on the walls coming soon, so... And some classics on there. Yeah. Saw some Bill Murray Oh, on yeah, there. all the pictures on the inside. It's a great <sighs> joint, man. Um, And then we ripped some Dave & Buster's. Oh, yes. Ripped it. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's where I that's is where I wanted to go with it, because Dave & Buster's was... It was on point. <laughs> it was a great time. It was my first time over there. I went in before, and it was not on the level of fun. I think Mario Kart number one, the fact that they brought Mario Kart... It was amazing. To an arcade, it made it good. Yeah. It's, it's freaking amazing. Yeah, it's a great setup. Rock'em Sock'em Robots was lame as yeah. shit. Yeah, it's impressive looking, though. But it was. You walk in, and like there's just this big... And anybody who's been to a Dave & Buster's is like, yeah, I get it. But, I mean, if you haven't been to one yeah, lately... first time, people, okay? It's, it's pretty amazing. Let me live. Let, yeah, let somebody live. Right? Just let me enjoy it. Don't ruin it for me. You yeah. know? Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, I've always thought, like, the arcade, because when, when I was young, man, the arcade was where you had to go because consoles hadn't caught up. Yeah. Then consoles just blew arcades out of the water. Yeah, you don't need them anymore. But the way Dave & Buster's is set up, they just, it's badass. Because everywhere you go, there's something for a kid. But if you're an adult... I found some. I bet you that that uh, it was like a Rambo game. game. Yeah, I bet that game was from like nineteen. Well, maybe like two thousand two, and I probably dumped five bucks into it. Yeah, because it was just awesome. Yeah, they had Fast and Furious. <laughs> Sign me up. That was Are you sick. Kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Seat moved on it. Uh-huh. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, Rob. It most certainly is. They had four way air hockey, which just seems. Oh yeah. That should be illegal in some states. It's dangerous. Hit out of the claw machines. Still got it. Still got it, man. Did you get... Oh, that's right. You did get a little something out of the <laughs> claw machine. <laughs> I've never been anybody who was, like, good at the claw I machine. I am money on those things. And I told you that, and I went and hit, and I was like, told no, you. Wait, the first time we went, though, you did, you, you did the big claw, and you, well, nothing yeah. came out. No, because that thing was trash. But uh, does anybody ever win a big claw I, probably, claw machine? Probably not. It all depends on the machine. Well, I, if I'll, they got weak claws, yeah. I'm going to throw out a theory right now. And I would like to have somebody who... If you're listening to this and you've ever owned a claw machine or you've ever worked in a place that had a claw machine or you've operated one. Because there used to be a place in Altoona they worked on like pinball machines yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so it was. Oh. So I, 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 I always thought, is the claw set up that every 30th time it grips harder? Because sometimes you'll put that claw in and it won't even like attempt to grab the thing it's going to grab. And right. then sometimes it'll go down, clamp on it, pick it up and drop it. Yeah, but see, that could just be like the machine is just worn out. You know, you, you don't have claw machine knowledge. You're just throwing around theories. First of all, sir, <laughs> you have claw you have claw machine experience. Same thing. 
But you've never worked the mechanics of no. the claw. No. But, I mean, some of those claw machines are like 1987. You think they have that kind of technology back then? That's a good point. <laughs> but it all would be as a sensor that would be like every, you know, time, every 30th the time. They didn't have sensors Well, back then, then let's go with a claw machine from 1995. Now we're talking. For the love of God. <laughs> That's 22 years ago. <laughs> there might have been a sensor. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, carnivals, they're all hustles. They're all. That's, and that's, so. what, that's the thing is. That's what it, it always is like. Should I play the game? It looks like I can definitely win that game. But see, I win too much that I can't really believe in that. I'm doing DJ Khaled over here. But do you think, like, I hit the one time that is going to grip? No, I, I imagine you have some sort of skill. But what do you hit? Some, what, what are you saying? Like, what? Any carnival game? Like, any game like that? No, claw machines. Oh, straight. <laughs> Just cl- claw machines. I wonder if there's a tournament. Because Bro, let's mm-hmm. look that up. Claw machine. Give me a Rob Z shirt. Look it, look it up real quick. Give me a Rob Z radio shirt. We're going to put a team in. Damn. That's what I'm talking about. Representing the 814. What do you, what do you even search? Claw machine claw machine tournament. tournament. Let's just go. Let's just the shit go I look it. up on Google, people. Imagine that. A claw machine tournament. I bet there has been. If there's not one happening, there definitely has been. It's one. on the Google search. It's showing up. We were at the, uh, the Clearfield Fair, or the Huntington County Fair, which was a sight to be seen. It, it was actually a good time. I got real bad hay fever, though, because I'm, I'm not a country boy. <laughs> I was, like, sneezing like crazy. My allergies are acting up. Give me a Benadryl, Mom. And uh, they had the game where you, you drop the discs. There's, like, three discs, and you got to drop them in. they got to, like, all be touching in the circle thing. Yeah, and the guy did it, and I'm like, "That's so easy!" And you could win these big prizes, like they were huge stuffed animals. And I'm like, "I'm gonna win that stuffed animal for sure." That guy just did it, like he did it in half a second. So I went to do it and did not know the logistics of it. That if they even slightly are off, they just bounce apart and fly off the table. Yeah, and half, I got sucked right in. Half that stuff's all, dude. Not, here we go. And then there was one that was giving away knives. You know, you can win the knife, the knife thing. There's always like a, at the carnival the knife throw. Oh yeah, and you win the knife and the sign said, "Parents, kids cannot have knives." Yeah, <laughs> like oh, and there were parents pissed about that. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'd be mad. I want to give my son a knife if he want it. You deserve it, son. This is amazing. So it's a circuit event <laughs> in Washington D.C. metro's area at the Gaylord National Harbor Hotel. That's. It's a well. It's a pinball tournament, mm-hmm. but they do have a claw machine tournament with it. And there was one that in Pittsburgh. Sense. It was, was called Pinburg. Dude, you've Very been clever. missing out. I know. Look at this. I'd rip some pinball too. This podcast is changing lives, and I see it right before my very eyes right Ooh. now. That's what we do here. Disclaimer on the tournament: This tournament will be like nothing you've experienced. That's the first disclaimer. <laughs> Well, I've never experienced a claw machine tournament, so you're completely right. They are one out of one. So here's okay. I'm laying down the gauntlet right now because once you do something on a podcast recorded on audio, it must be done. Yeah, I think for this podcast, you need to go to this claw machine tournament. Yeah, it's two eighteen and two twenty two or two twenty one. Say in February. Yeah, eighteenth. What do you got to pay to be in? What's the deal? Um, you bring your own claw or. DJs will be blasting music 24-7, but not overly loud. Direct quote. That's a direct quote for this. <laughs> well, you this need place to, is going to get or, live. When, I'm on, when you're on a claw machine, you got to zone in. <laughs> I'm going to tell them, turn that shit up. Yeah, you're in like flow state at that you point. You put something from Dipset on, and I'm about to rip this thing apart. <laughs> put some, put some can- Are you in a whole pink 
You wearing pink yeah. fur? Yes. With a pink with a pink hat. Yeah, pink bandana. And you bring a pink claw, and you have to replace the <laughs> yes, claw with your just own. One glove. Shoot, man! This All right, gonna be sweet. All right, well here we go. Bookmark. Let's bookmark. Let's bookmark this. it right now. Let's screenshot that because we need to. This is big, and we can maybe could start a fundraiser and get some money rolling in. Yeah, it's gonna be good. All right, so um, we've all heard the verse by now. Let's switch it up here with a little. The verb. Well, actually, you know, we're, this is a perfect transition because you were just talking the verb. Is that what you said? Bittersweet symphony. No, um, the verse. Yeah, we've all heard it. Oh, the, yeah, one, it was a one-hit wonder. Um, so Slim Shady, Eminem, bearded, freestyle, oh. the bearded freestyle. Oh, oh, M. So, like, I'm in anybody who like I don't know, but maybe you wouldn't know this about me. I love Eminem. I'd say it's my favorite rapper of all time. It's easily Eminem. I, I know that's so cliche of a white person to say, a white guy to say, <laughs> but it's true. He's just my favorite of all time. He's amazing. And I mean, many people's favorites. That's yeah. why it becomes like a, yeah. People are like, Oh yeah, I know. You yeah. Know? You're not in the minority there, but, um, the, the freestyle itself. And we, we, everybody I've talked to has kind of said this. The freestyle itself was not amazing. It's not great, but, but it what wasn't it was great. About. But it was great. But the way, because yeah. you could tell it was more emotion than it was him worrying about making it all. Yeah, he makes sense. Wanted, he just wanted to vent for yeah. a little bit. If you haven't seen it yet, just, I mean, just watch it. The Eminem's Donald wake Trump up. freestyle. Wake. It's called The Storm. You've you've heard it. The calm Christ. before the storm, then he drops it on you. Yeah. It was like a mosh for 2017, I feel like. Because when, when Bush was, Eminem always rallied against Bush back in the late 90s. That yeah. was like his big thing. George Bush hated black people. Yeah. And it's just been a common, I mean, that's a common hip hop theme too, you know, but, um, I, I watched that, his overly, ang- like his angerness was like, was angerness a word? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, it is now. That's, I'm writing it down. All right. Angerness. Yep. Call the dictionary people and put that in there. Mr. Webster. Webster, sir. Talk to the other guys. Marion. Who's Marion? Yeah. Okay. P.S. Subscribe and download to the podcast. Thanks. But, um, what I... I lost my train of thought now, talking about Webster's his dictionary. His angerness. He just, I, it, it didn't, it, it didn't do anything good, is what I thought. Like, it, it was too much anger behind it. Yeah, but. Like, it wouldn't, uh, how am I going to try to say this that would make sense? Like, I feel like it didn't do any good as far as, like, getting people to not necessarily be like, yeah, screw Trump and screw the whole thing. Like, well, just, what was. How did it make anything better? It's just creating yeah, more anger. What, what could have been said that hasn't been said already that's going to change anybody's mind? Good luck changing someone's mind in 2017, man. Good luck. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think that was the. But the I feel like if there was one dude who could come out and really say something, like impactful, and maybe he'll have a song about it. I don't know. Maybe. But if he could have said more, because M's just, I mean. Let's put him on a debate. <laughs> <laughs> a freestyle debate. Oh Just my god! Let him go talk. That'd be great. Yeah, I, that would be insane. I feel like Trump would do something like that. Somebody challenge him to an open public debate. Oh yeah, and like baited them into it. Oh, I feel yeah. like he totally would do it. Yeah, he's the worst. Like he would completely. He'd be like, "What do I have to do? Cancel all that." <laughs> I'm going where summit meeting in Geneva. Cancel nope. it. Yeah, I, I, not gonna happen. This Eminem character. <sighs> I, but uh. I just thought that the the way it was done was pretty. It was it was powerful. That's for sure. Yeah, it was a great visual. I mean, it was good. It, the, I liked the whole thing, even if the rapping wasn't, you know, that clean. Yeah, like that put together. 
It was just emotion. I'm going to go back to it, though. Like, it was because we're already all so divided. Why divide it more? Uh, can you divide it more? Well, yeah. Can, can well, you? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, the country. Civil War, I, I guess, would I be guess. The, the ultimate division. <laughs> I guess. At that point, you could be like, I mean, can you really divide it anymore? You'd yeah. be like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. We're not there. We've gone here. Touche, <laughs> Rob. far. Get the muskets out. <laughs> Pack them up. Yeah. Get a bayonet on that bad boy, but yeah, I mean, I, it was uh, it was definitely like a moment. Like that'll be a moment for yeah, sure. I think that's all it was. Definitely higher than uh, when Snoop Dogg shot the fake Donald Trump. And, did yeah. you watch that? Thing? Shit, I forgot that happened. Well, it's because it was a Snoop Dogg song. Yeah. By the uh, way, Snoop. Talking about Snoop, man, I've loved Snoop like my whole life, but I only ever loved him as like a rapper. Is he a cartoon character? Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. But I watch his uh, Doggy Style. One of my like top three favorite albums of all time. Yeah. His first one. But, dude, if you follow Snoop on Snapchat, you'll just wonder, like, what is Snoop's deal? Because all he does is take Snapchats down here, like, <laughs> like by his knees. You know what I mean? Like, the camera's up. way low. Up. Like a, like a mom would do. Like a 15-year-old, right. like, when you get on FaceTime with your grandparents. And they're always <laughs> like, why do you work it? He's always smoking a blunt, yeah. which is, you know, it's Snoop. Yeah. But he never says anything into the camera. He just stares and, like, like makes... Weird faces. And sometimes it's like him waking up in the morning in bed or going to bed. And he's smoking a blunt in bed. Like, that's how much Snoop smokes well, weed. What else is he going to do? And it's gotten to the point like where I used to think, like, Snoop's the coolest dude ever. Now I think, and maybe this is just the, the uh, parent in me, I'm like, I think he has a drug habit. <laughs> you know, like. Well, at least he has a lot of free time. It, well, <laughs> he's doing a lot of snapping. Yeah, he's yeah. just chilling. But I'm thinking to myself, like, where are your kids, number one? Why are you smoking a blunt in bed? You're like 40. It's not safe. It's Yeah, it's dangerous. Only house fires start because of that? <laughs> right? I mean, I'm sure he has security that put his blunts out for him. He could pay somebody. <laughs> Snoop. He let the, how would you know, though? It's always smelling like weed. Yeah. It just constantly re- reeks of weed. So, uh, that, if you follow Snoop on Snapchat, just I sent him a message once and said, Hey, man. I was like, dude, spruce it up a little hey, bit. Let's, I mean, tight, let's tighten this thing up. Huh? Like, what happened to Doggy Fizzle Televisual? Like, I loved that show. Is he still doing his YouTube show? Because his YouTube show was funny. It was like know. him in front of a green screen just talking to... It was just him smoking weed with celebrities. Like Seth Rogen was on it before. They made the cross joint from Pineapple Express. Um, <laughs> and like Redman and Method Man were on. Have you seen Coolio's where he does the cooking show? All right, no. He has a cooking show on YouTube, I think. Cooking with Coolio. That's a, is he in competition with your boy? Shout out your boy real quick. Who, um... Yeah, from the Berg. chef Agogo. chef Agogo. No. Don't leave him out. No, he's not. He couldn't hold a match to chef Agogo. That's what I'm talking about. What's Coolio cooking? Have you watched it? Uh, yeah, I haven't really watched it. I've seen clips of it. He's just kind of like this comedy skit thing. Hair. Oh, okay. Rough. Yeah, he's rough, holding on man. to it. Yeah, too long. It's been a fantastic voyage, man. Too long, man. It's time to let it go. Yeah, we all remember it. You don't have to remind us. Right. <laughs> we can watch the videos on YouTube, bro. No we one's going to watch an old clip and be like, I didn't know Coolio had hair like that. Like, come on. <laughs> the reminders are there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just you're hanging on to it a bit too long. Um, but, like, okay, I, I just had this thought. If The Rock's career wouldn't have gone where it is, if he wouldn't have become a megastar, perhaps president in 2020, I'll vote Rock. I think if they would have had a show called "What Is the Rock Cooking" or "Do You Smell What the Rock Is Cooking," say his he career, should still do that. He should. He really should. But if his career would have gone to hell, yeah, then that might have been a logical place for him to go. I'd have loved it, and it would have been good. Food Network's always looking for people. <laughs> always. Yeah, 
hey, you, I've been, heard you make some mean food in the kitchen. I've told there. Chef Gogo he should start a YouTube channel. Well, he's just on the, the gram. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, I keep saying, we should have, I got to get it set up in here for recording live. Yeah. Because it's what everybody does, and why am I not doing it, you know? I know. What are you doing? I'm disappointed in myself right now. I'm more disappointed in you. I'm just, I'm shutting the whole podcast down. I'm out of here. See ya. So tomorrow's uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. You scared? Actually, well, this probably won't be released till tomorrow. So, hey, it's Friday the 13th. Ooh. Did you hear that, dude? It's Friday the 13th. Oh, man. Favorite uh, Friday the 13th. Which one? Which number? What uh, was just it? The, o- the OG. The original? Yeah, I think. I'm a sucker for, like, the original stuff. I hear you. You know? The original Friday the 13th, though, it wasn't even Jason. It was his mom. Yeah, it's Which where, is, like, he was created. Yeah. 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 I, the second one was good, but I'll be, I'll be honest. I liked uh, the later... Jason vs. Freddy, I thought, was excellent. Ever see it? No. It was, like, late in the... It was probably yeah. ten years ago. But they finally did the the battle. And I thought it was... They, they did it well. It was kind of badass. Like, Is that it, the one it, where they went to space? No, that was Jason X. Oh. And if you want to see the greatest campy horror flick of all time, <laughs> that is without a doubt it. No doubt. The best part of that whole movie, he like they they like put him in uh like ho- like VR worlds, like he'd go into some other world. Oh, yeah. And he goes to C- Camp Crystal Lake and he grabs this girl sleeping in a sleeping bag and picks her up and beats her off a tree. Just like grabs her in the sleeping bag and smacks her off a tree, <laughs> and it's just the horror movie genre. I just—it's fantastic because you can do anything. You can do anything, and it's and just, it's all, acceptable. Anything goes, especially back in the day. And they're like, man. "Oh, look how creative they are!" <laughs> wow, or like, "Wow, they really went for it this time." Yeah. Like that wasn't even yeah that wasn't Pushing even boundaries. Good. I like that. Right? Yeah, it's not even good, but I like what you're doing. But going back to the '80s, I mean, like Troll. You're, if Troll was a classic, Leprechaun. Leprechaun loved it. House. Where, like, the house was, like, possessed, but, like, it was... I forget exactly how it worked. Yeah. It was real bad. I don't remember house. It was... And if anybody has the the opportunity to ever get their hands on... It's a B... It's, like, a classic B movie called Truth or Dare. And you're... Anybody from Altoona knows what I'm talking about, but everybody had this video store when they were kids. Like, like Captain Video. Remember Captain Video? Captain Video? Oh, that, you, that wasn't your time. Yeah, before me. So Where was that at? You'd walk in. It was, like... uh uh, where, dang, I don't even know what's in that plaza. I remember Blockbuster and Family Video. Yeah, well, for anybody who's not in the area, it doesn't, but whatever it was, it was yeah. in Altoona. It was in a certain part of Altoona, but it was huge. You'd walk in, and it was two floors of videos. Whoa, Two floors, bro. I mean, like, it was overwhelming, the amount of video, plus like, every wrestling tape ever. Yeah. So that was sick. But they had a giant horror movie wall, like just hundreds of horror movies, and there was this one movie, Truth or Dare, and it's just, there's the theme song goes, and they'll play it on loop for like five minutes. you go crazy. And you start to lose your mind. Yeah. yeah. We were like in eighth grade. We rented it all the time. And it was, Mike Strauber was the dude. He like he, would, he lost his mind and ended up wearing this mask. And he had like a... It was the only movie I ever saw where they, they killed a kid, number one. Nice. He, he, he killed a kid with a chainsaw. He drove by in the car with a chainsaw hanging out of the car window and cut a kid after baseball practice. Like that's, I mean, they went for it. <laughs> you, yeah, you could say that when you're when you're looking for a horror movie that goes for it. That's did they actually the line. kill him? Because I feel like this was low budget. It was. Well, he oh, like <laughs> he had to die for the like scene. that's the cheapest way to do it. <laughs> they may have. I mean, that might be. Possible. You only need to buy the 
chainsaw, really. Right, because you don't need the blood and all the special effects. No and, like, overhead. Cutting the camera. Like, just there's really it. little overhead murder. <laughs> and that's why I think Westworld, if they could like bring it to real Put life, would together. work. Because you're yeah. killing, like, if it's a drone, yeah. nah, whatever. It's not a real human. I think my favorite B terrible horror movie is Dead Clowns. Wow. I, okay. It's about dead clowns. Okay. Uh, but a shot with like a just like a Betamax like millimeter. <laughs> it's terrible. Is it? What John or what era? Uh, probably like early nineties. Probably like ninety two, somewhere like that. Oh, that old. Not killer clowns from outer space. No. Okay. It's called dead clowns. Dead clowns. Yeah. Maybe later. It could be like late nineties. Do you ever see the Nazi zombie movie? There's like a movie with I don't know what it's called, but there's zombies on the cover with Nazi hats on, and I'm like, it's more recent, I think, like 2010. But I was wondering huh. if that. How ridiculous that movie is! Sounds ridiculous. It's probably there's terrible. one called Jeffrey or uh, Dahmer versus Gacy. <laughs> I have seen that. I haven't seen it. I've seen, seen it. That's the movie store by our house. Oh my god! <laughs> let's, what let's do a movie review with Dahmer versus Gacy. <laughs> watch it live. Yeah, we'll watch it live and we'll record. Watch it for Halloween special. You know. But going back to Truth or Dare, it's the only horror movie I've ever seen where he has a uh, like a what, what's the ball with the spikes on it? A on mace. The, uh, is that what it is? A mace, but it has like a chain. Yeah, yeah. He murders people with that. Was he a knight? What the hell? I, he just had these random weapons, and it was like, why would he have a mace? And he's like smacking a lady in the shower with it. But I, I mean, the creativity I liked. Yeah, it's really good, going for it's it. A good you weapon. Know? It's a real good weapon. And he also had like assault rifles and stuff. Like it was, it was a classic. I'm gonna start saying that in just real inappropriate situations. What's that? He's really going for it. He's that's. <laughs> There's a street fight outside of a bar, dude just pummeling. I'm like, wow, he's really going for it there. <laughs> Not helping in any way, no, shape, just, or form. Just doing commentary. Well, speaking of uh, beating asses, dude, I've been taking jujitsu for like four months. Are you threatening me? Or? So I'm, I'm just saying I'm at that level where I am a master, basically. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if I step out of line, you will break my arm. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, check. Got it. Let's not, let's not do anything fancy, all right? But uh, that's the funny part. Like, for years I've been wanting to get into take jiu-jitsu listen yeah. to joe rogan and like i've always wanted to know how to defend myself right having no idea right because anybody who's never defended themselves always thinks ah, i could handle it yeah good chance i couldn't handle yeah, it yeah if you it was mopped. a dire situation yeah. and it's not saying that situation is ever even going to happen but just the just like knowing that i'd be i might be okay yeah at least have you have an idea on you have a shot i, I just i, I don't want to get like you know I don't want to get ahead of myself with it, but I, it's super fun. Like, I love it. Yeah. And I thought getting into it, like, is this going to be super awkward? Because, you know, being that close to another dude. You're just rolling around with dudes. Rolling around. <laughs> like, it's one of those barriers that I don't think a lot of people ever get over. Yeah. It's like one of the, and I, this is the weird thing. I wrestled for like five years, like elementary school into junior high. And I still, it was like completely foreign to me, even really? though I wrestled. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I wrestled for all those years and still was like. This is very strange. Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of similarities there. A ton, but it's like I blocked it out of my memory because I hated it so much. <laughs> it's the singlet. <laughs> That's what it was. I think yeah, there was something wrong. But it, uh, it's just one of those things where, as soon as you, as soon as I started doing, it, I'm like, this is freaking great. Like I get why when people talk about you know becoming obsessed with it yeah. and having a good time with it because like you can just go in and I don't know, like the human game of chess. Yeah. And I haven't even scratched the surface. I'm not even... 
I'm still basically a baby. I think learning once, to crawl. Yeah, once you get into something like that, that really takes up the attention and like that extra energy, and it kind of relaxes you. Like I used to be like that with skateboarding. Like that was the right when my uh, you know everything in my life is crazy at like 100 percent of the time. Like you know I'm stressed all the time. Yeah. But like when I'd skate, like I had 100 percent control of that skateboard. Yeah. You know it was something like you could put everything right there, and that's the one thing in life you could control. That's like the flow state. Like, because you had to focus yeah. on the skate. Like, to do what you were doing, you really had to focus. Yeah, I mean, you have to put everything into it, and it would do what you wanted to do. And it was kind of like a, a therapeutic yeah. kind of like release. Like riding a wave or something. Yeah, just a release to where nothing else really mattered for two hours. Man, that's a good point. That's crazy. Do you, like, when you would skate, because you would skate for hours. Yeah. That was kind of like, yeah. you didn't just go and skate no, for 20 minutes. No, You'd be in there day. crushing yeah. it. And if you didn't focus, you were going to get hurt. Yeah. The, the possibilities of severe injury are pretty high. Right, yeah. You didn't really have a choice. So, like, you never had, did you ever have fear doing it? Because you were pretty good there for a while, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you probably still are, but. I mean, yeah, it's there. I mean, you always get the butterflies and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of it's adrenaline. Yeah. I mean, I've tried, like, big stuff. Like, like big stuff. Like what? Just like big, you know, tricks off big sets and stuff like that, and like been nauseous from like the adrenaline. That's just like because the first couple of times you kind of have to bail, right? Like, and get the feel just for that height and the speed and like everything you're doing, and it's just your chest is going out, in and out, and you're kind of like, oh, you know, and just the adrenaline's so high that I get like nauseous almost. <laughs> that where I was like, I don't feel good, man, but. But I'm doing this. Yeah, you, because it's like you're an there. addiction, right? Yeah, you're you get, there. Yeah, you get addicted That's to like that kind of why you do it. Yeah, rolling away when you land something, it's the best feeling in the world. I bet it's the best feeling in the world. I bet it. It's like hitting a three pointer. It's yeah. Have you did you used to jump like steps and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that that stuff scares the hell out of me. Like I feel like I, I don't think I ever could have done it. Yeah. I mean, I guess if getting into it, I probably could have. But just being an outsider and watching it happen, like. Wow. Yeah, and, like, stand at the top and, like, the first one where you're kind of just, like, hucking yourself down it and, like, running it out. It's like, <sighs> all right. <laughs> now you got that one. Like, the first fall of the day yeah, almost loosened you up. Right. Where you would kind of, you know, you'd be skating along and you'd just go down and it's like, wham. And you get up and kind of shake and be like, all right, now. You knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to so happen. you had to get it out of the way. And you got it and you were like, ah, it didn't really hurt. Like, for some reason, you always think it's going to. Get hurt real bad. Yeah, and you get up and it's no big deal. You never hurt of, yourself real bad. Uh, I've blown some ankles out and stuff. Never broken an arm or anything like that. No, I mean I got some pretty nasty road rash. Uh, blew a couple ankles out. Had a concussion or two, but nothing too too crazy. Nothing I mean, that an NFL player wouldn't experience. Right? Yeah. I mean nothing. No bones sticking out. <laughs> I didn't break a femur or anything. I'm surprised you never parlayed into parkour. You know, I could see the, the natural transgression. <laughs> yeah. It's, so those ankles, though, I guess. It's, they're terrible. The weak ankles they're terrible. take you down. I have the ankles of a seven-year-old ballerina. How do skaters do that? Like, how does Tony Hawk do that? How's he still moving like he no is? no idea. That's I mean, a lot of them take the older guys like that now, like Reynolds, Andrew Reynolds, Tony Hawk. I mean, they take crazy good care of their body. Yeah. I mean, ice baths, yeah. yoga, you know, stretching every morning, you know, don't drink, like stuff like that where... You know, it's a whole regiment to be able to do that every couple of days. Yeah, it's got to be. Because when we're young, we'd leave the bar and go skate. Like. Right. <laughs> and beat the hell out of yourself. Yeah. It's... That's when things get bad. Um, 
yeah, man, I, I don't know. There's, and you're right, because when you get in those certain spots, I can't wait. That's what I'm so excited about jujitsu with. It's like I want to get to that spot where I'm just doing it. Yeah. And not even thinking about anything else. Because at first, you got to really. And I tried skating for like maybe a month, and it was just, it was, I yeah. tried to do it by myself, and it just wasn't like happening. And I had yeah. like this Ninja Turtle skateboard. It was ridiculous. Sick. It was so badass. Skating's weird because like it's not like you can get a lot of pointers. I mean, you can get pointers, but a lot of it's just feel and like. Right. Balance and stuff like that where people can't really teach you a lot. Yeah. You could have gone pro, right, at one point. You were pretty high nah, up there. I don't know if I would have went pro. Or like but at I was least good. I mean, I was... making money. Were you yeah. making money off of skating at one point? No, not money. No, I used to get free stuff, but never oh, like getting a paycheck or anything get like that. Get the swag. Yeah. What year, when did you first start skating? How old were you? About 12. I was I a little late getting into it. I saw this kid the other day. We, my son and I were Max were at a park. And he was probably, I think he was like eight, and he was skating, and he was like jumping off the curb and stuff. I mean, yep. he was. He was oh, pretty they start young now, man. Like, that's crazy. They start eight years young. old, and with parks and like the way now they got foam pits and like all this safety stuff. I mean, kids yeah. are wearing just, helmets. Dude, kids are just progressing so fast now. I mean, they have so much access to stuff. Yeah, that you know, it's. I mean, I guess that's everything. Plus, razor scooters. Oh, and if you don't want to skate, just kill it on a scooter. Yeah, just scoot, bruh. I'm surprised you didn't switch to scoot. Probably well, easier on the ankles. How dare you? Maybe so you catch one of those things in the ankles. <laughs> so you worst, try to do a triple flip. The worst pain you ever feel in your life. Try to hit a triple spin on that bad boy and bust your ankle all up. I see how it can go. Yeah, I know how it goes. I mean, I, I never scooted that hard, but I can imagine it'd be pretty difficult. Scooted that hard. I imagine that's probably a term in the scooter world. God, that's delicious tea. Okay, so let's talk about this tea obsession you have right now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be a, a tea snob. Mm-hmm. That's my new thing. I say go for it. I just want to be like probably I think me and Rob are going to be the first tea snobs of Altoona. I, I imagine there's a tea podcast out there that they're, somebody's no doing right way. now. But it's probably with like, you know, uppity up snooty women or something like that. I, I want I just, in. I imagine. I want in on that. Well, I think we should have a, you know, a, an honest man conversation about like, tea. Like a craft tea, you know? Like, yeah, craft tea podcast. Yeah. You drink craft we're, beers. We're going to watch the football game, you know, drink some tea. Exactly. With the boys. That's what I'm talking you know? about. What are you guys sipping on? Uh, uh, some peppermint. Yeah, I got the uh, the peppermint herbal tea, caffeine-free. Yeah, I want that caffeine you know? in there. Nah, not this late at night. It's actually good, though. I'll be honest with you. I'm having a coffee right now. I think less of you. And I, I quit drinking coffee. I've had three in maybe a month, and my mouth tastes real bad. Is it like like because filmy? it's bad coffee? Yeah, it's like filmy. It's like a Keurig. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like my my tongue sticking. But see, you're my getting mouth. spoiled too down at the clay cup where that's like legit coffee. <sighs> yeah, see, that's so the like issue. if you have three a month and two of them are from down there and it's like legit good coffee. Yeah, and then you have that dog shit out of a <laughs> countertop. Like, it's going to taste it's terrible. Been the, it's been in the plastic container in a warehouse <laughs> yeah. for eight months. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. Ah, you're right. Do they do tea down at the clay cup? Oh, there's mad oh, tea down there. Shit. There's mad tea down at the clay cup. I'll tell you, what I should do is get some, just get some from the clay cup. Keep it on ice. Keep it chilled. So when a podcast rolls around, I can sip on something delicious. There you go. Why don't me and you do a podcast from down there? Straight about tea? Yeah, and I'll just roast everyone that comes in. <laughs> oh, a tea roast. You see what I did? A coffee roast. God. Wow. You're getting this for free, people. So people are writing that down and patenting it right now. Coffee I can't even jokes. Say the Use word. it at work. They're going to love it. Mm. By the water cooler. Yep. Water cooler jokes. Dang. 
It's next level. Well, people were doing water cooler jokes. Nobody's doing coffee jokes. I'm just dude. out here trying to help the community. That's all. My well, hero? Tough to say. Were you? No. Depends on who you ask. You know? That's a good point. Were you around for AIM yeah. back in the day? Yeah. I guess. I mean, it still was a thing oh, a couple yeah. of years ago. So it finally, they finally shut it down. The I Instant know. Messenger went down after 20 years. I don't know. My first name on AIM uh, was Rip and Rob. Obviously. Second name was... <laughs> From that Ninja Turtle skateboard. <laughs> I was tearing it up. <laughs> I wore all green yeah. with like a bandana on, red bandana. Uh, um, my second name was uh, Boberto316. Yeah. But yeah, like you would assume that would be... No, no you did tell me that before. <laughs> Maybe this has been discussed in the yeah, past. You, you did tell me that one. But like... Why have I never called you Boberto? Boberto three, and I was, and I remember, I, I can recall being a kid, and I thought about that name for like hours, maybe days, and that's what I came up with, Boberto yeah. three sixteen, because I wanted it to be Stone Cold so bad, you know, it had to be something three sixteen, yeah. But nobody ever called me Boberto, like it never was an occurrence. Doesn't matter. What about you, man? What was your first one? Uh, Shorty. Oh, my first one was Spanx one eighty two. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember this now. Yeah. I recall you being called Spanx. Yeah, my, that my sister was the only person to ever call me Spanx. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that's what you did. No. Or if that's what just... Not, no, not back then. All right. <laughs> what was the... <laughs> uh, and then it was uh, Shorty 2212. Like, Because I'm short, Rob. But what's the 2012 part? It was my sports numbers. It's when the world's going to end. Yeah. So, we... <laughs> yeah, 20... 2212. I'm going out. 2012. It's a prophecy. Sure. <laughs> no one got it back then. They'll know. Did anybody call you Shorty? No, I was just short. Oh, okay. So that was your own thing. Yeah. Well, at least you owned it. Yeah, I'm just glad looking back at, like, remember everyone having, like, XOs and all their screen names? Yeah. I do remember that. I'm so glad I never got into that. Or a small X and then a big X. Yeah. And then your name, then yeah. another big X and a small X. Yeah, I was just busting on a girl last night for that. She still had one account? Is that her, like... No, but, like, I forget what I was saying. Her Tinder name? I said something about XO. I was like, don't act like you don't love a good XOXO. <laughs> I remember your screen names. <laughs> They're in there. The, the, you knew who it was, too, if you oh, saw one. yeah. Like, you get the, the prototype of that person. Like yeah. The, the avatar of the XOXO girl. I don't remember a lot of my friend's screen names, but if I brought up, like, my old buddy list... I could probably name them all. <laughs> Man, that would be awesome. You if you could bring up your buddy, buddy list, list. Right? Wow. God. It, 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 now I guess you can't even access it. The no, message is gone. So shut down. Up until two months ago, maybe you could have gone they in They should have gave us a little heads up so that we could yeah. reminisce a little bit. Screenshot that buddy list. There's no drug like nostalgia. Come on. <sighs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, have you ever seen a Chinese restaurant commercial? Nope. Can you explain why that would be? <sighs> well, without getting racist... What if you did get racist? Where would you? I don't even know where would you go with it. I'd accuse them of being aliens, but I don't know if that's racist. <laughs> I mean, Wait, I guess to aliens because aliens can't have commercials. Actually, probably most commercials are by aliens. Do you mean illegal aliens? Oh, you're saying <laughs> I thought you meant actual aliens. Yeah, no, I didn't From mean actual space. aliens. Okay. I, if I meant illegal ones, that would have been racist. That's what I thought you meant. I was like, full well, circle. That is, that is no. racist. Uh, no, I have no idea. I've never seen a Chinese restaurant commercial, and the crazy thing is, they don't need them. It's no. like, they you would go into the dingiest place, that you would never, like, go to a meeting there, you'd never go to, like, a, a restaurant there, but if you go to a Chinese spot, it's like, oh, this is I love how be narcissistic good. Chinese restaurants are. 
How do you mean? Like, everyone is named, like, they just tell you how good their Chinese restaurant is. Oh, right. Like, All the number, names. Number one. It's like best in best town, number in one, town. city's best. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I was letting you, and honestly, that's a great move. If yeah. you name a restaurant the best restaurant in town, yeah. somebody's going to be like, maybe like, it is. How's that food? It's the best in town. And I feel like if it's not terrible, they're going to come back. Because, like, obviously you're not, you might not think it's the best yeah. So they, the name might be an over exaggeration, but at least you're, you're getting but quality. It sucks food. them in. Yeah. Get them talking. And it's still like edible. Like you yeah. still enjoy eating it. And it's always at a reasonable price. Right. Which I, you know, who appreciate. can't respect something like yeah, that? Yeah, I can appreciate that. But I have never been in like a Chinese restaurant where I didn't enjoy the food. I've always, anything I've ever gotten from somewhere, I think mean, it's probably an occasion or two, but it all is predominantly the same. Yeah. It's and, all made in one big kitchen somewhere in town, and, and, and the, then distributed, and then just spread out through a food. That's truck. That's what I think's happening. Is that what's going on? That's what I think's going on. <laughs> Via like a food truck, or yeah. like what's just three people own every Chinese restaurant in the county, and, and they're, they're just billionaires. Yeah, man, the amount of money that comes in. I feel and like... that dude from Sun Japan in the mall with the bucket hat. Just a bucket hat, dude. Yeah, the dude that owns Sun Japan. Yeah, he's been wearing the same hat since 1997. Oh, why have I not? I don't know. I gotta go in. Oh, so I never went to Sun Japan. Oh, I always Wong's went to Wong's Walk. I love Wong's Walk. I've honestly never had food from Sun Japan. Wong's Walk, you gotta wait like 30 minutes for That's, a wow. or so. There's a reason for that. Eh, it's not that much better. They sell it like crazy. Yeah. Crazy part is, you go to a Chinese restaurant, I've never ordered anything off of like the menu. Like they always have like the, the screens with the food on it. Yeah. Which always looks like it, you know, it's gonna kill somebody. Who's that photographer? <laughs> Is he, That's what I want to know. And is he dead now? Because, I mean, the photos are from like 40 years ago. Yeah, they're, just, they're all the same ones. And nobody's ever purchased those meals. Like, I've never gone in and purchased. It's always the specials. Like, it's never the, the If you're going in and buying the meal, who who are you? I hope you're not buying it based off the picture because it's not going to look like that. And if you That's wanted a it, fact. And if you wanted it to look like that, you might, you want, you're hoping for death. I want that dude to take pictures of me. <laughs> I look like a ripped buck 40. Look, look at DV. He's like 6'2". Look at him. But wait, what are you saying, though? Because the photos are bad. But, but the, the food, food looks, looks good. good. I, okay. The, I'm with you. The photos are bad because they were all taken in 1946. Right, right. And then they order them out of this catalog of, like, you can buy the same, the pictures, and then the little, like, coin dish that's, yeah. like, on the thing. Yeah. And, the, like, you can buy it. That's all just stock stuff that they get from a warehouse. Yeah. But and the food looks great in those pictures. And for some reason, the plastic that they get to go in front of the photo is always Never like fits. a stained yellow. And it doesn't, and it doesn't fit. fit. Yeah. And it's like, can we get the clear ones? We don't have any of those left. These no. ones are stained from years of cigarette yeah. smoke. Like, let's put these up. Like, you have clear, we have tobacco. But, like, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> you can see through it, right? Yeah. And the food it, looks enough. good. Enough. If the food looks good, I don't see why anybody would actually care. <laughs> DP Sports 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 Update. They, 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 they. Hey, love it, love it. Time for the sports update here. Sports, 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 sports update. Rob, I got bad news, man. Dude, what's up? The U.S. men's national soccer team has not qualified for the World Cup. Why? It's the first time since 1986. Wow. That they haven't qualified. Whoa. Because of a loss to Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Tobago? Toboggan. Toboggan? Yeah. Tomato? To, uh, to, to them. To them. Okay. And it's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment. Blame Trump? 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what else to do. It's, uh, we're, obviously, it's not great again. Well, you so. know Trump probably hates soccer. It's not an oh, American sport. Oh, my goodness, does he probably hate soccer. I can't imagine him being a soccer fan at all. Do you all. think he likes any sports? He probably likes football. He's he's American. Yeah. But, yeah, it's bad news, man, for the whole state of the sport in this country. I don't That's know. weird. Since 1986. 1986. The U.S. soccer team. Has, football has qualified for the World Cup, every and this year they didn't qualify. And they didn't. How many teams are in the World Cup? Like forty-eight out of what? How many teams are there? Uh, Thousands? Yeah, no, hundreds, ninety some, ninety. Yeah, I don't know. In the whole world, that's it. Probably that's like regulated. Yeah, hmm. I don't really know. That's interesting. But, I would think being a major soccer fan, you know this. I mean, sort of each stuff. region gets so many like bids in. Oh, okay. So we had to finish in the top three in our region. When's the last time America won it? The what, the World Cup? The Cup. Never. We haven't won it ever. Never won the I World Cup. I don't think so. I mean, maybe like in the 40s or something, but... That has to be like time. a bane of its of existence for America. Yeah, I you mean, know. the women have won three. Right, the women have won. Yeah. But the but, men never could pull it off. No. And not qualifying is a big blow. What does this mean to you? I mean, you're not even an American soccer fan, right? You're more of a you got your overseas no, teams. No, yeah, I love USA soccer. Oh, you do. I, the national team. I'm not a big like MLS fan. Okay, of the domestic league here, but like obviously I support the national team heavily. It's rough, man. I mean, we need, you know, the sport needs exposure in this country if it's going to grow and we're going to get these big athletes to you know not play these other sports and to pick soccer and stuff like that. Right. I mean, we're essentially looking at four years of meaningless games. Until we can start trying to qualify for the next World Cup, I don't know. see. I don't know how this whole thing works. So when it, when you're a, like a world team, like America's team, you mm-hmm. play all the time for no reason. Well, you play like, like friendlies and stuff to like so that your team's playing together. But what about the other teams in the world? Are they playing competitively? They'll be playing in the World Cup and stuff. They'll be playing the World Cup. Yeah, but if your team doesn't make the World Cup, because in other countries, soccer's like the sport. Like that's yeah, all in there those is. Countries, yeah. So if those like the American team, they go play MLS, Major League Soccer, right? But the other teams yeah. in other countries, do they have their own like sub? Yeah, they have domestic soccer, leagues. Domestic leagues. Okay. Yeah, they, everyone plays in their domestic league and stuff like that. But it's pure international soccer, right? You know the you have to get the national team together to play, just so you guys can you know work kids out, yeah. get them together, playing together, stuff getting like ready that. for the big cup. Yeah, so now we're looking at years of games that don't really mean anything until you start trying to make the run for the 2022 World Cup. And the World Cup's not in sync with like the Olympics or anything. It's its own separate yeah, thing. It's its own. It happens every four years, mm-hmm. like the Olympics does, mm-hmm. but just in a different time frame. Yes. Okay. See, I, don't, I know none of this. Yeah. This is all like foreign information to me. It's on the Winter Olympic years. Okay. And then the Summer Olympics. They play, so they get to... They play those ones. But those don't count, I guess, as much. Not... It's just different tournaments. Okay. Because I would would wonder, as a soccer player, would the Olympics be more of a winner winning the World Cup? The World Cup's the The World Cup's, like... That's the biggest tournament in the world. That's crazy, because, I mean... So, for for four years, you you battle against the people you're going to be playing with. Because then the Mm -hmm. best team up. Man, I've never put that all together. I mean, I'm probably, like, way behind as far as, like, understanding that. That's crazy. You know, you play against... You know, your domestic team, and then those guys have internationals that they play on, so then now you're playing against them with your country, and then you're back. And 
but it's it's a big hit to the sport in the country. What does it mean to you? Yeah, where where do you stand now? Are you still as big of a fan? They let you down a little bit, you know. I mean, it definitely it's embar- it's an embarrassing. It's the lowest since I've been following it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bad one, and I think they need to go into the federation and do a lot of soul searching and get rid of a lot of people and kind of figure it out. You gonna move to Canada? No, Iceland. I moved to Iceland. Okay, their soccer team pretty good. Yeah, they just qualified. Did they really? Yeah, 336,000 people in Iceland. Wow. They qualified. Wow. Yeah, it's like the size of Hartford. I guess there's not a lot to do. There's not, not, not much room. So you just got to play soccer all day. Yeah, I think soccer and handball are their two national sports. Yeah, so. handball. Never. I've played that, you know, in bathrooms and stuff. But I never right. played it, like, on a... Uh, on the Olympic stage. What? <laughs> Never played it in front of the whole world. Yeah, I cut a hole in my pocket before and played it a few times. But, but yeah, it's it's a tough time for U.S. soccer right now. Dang. I feel like you, I America just took a blow that I didn't even know about. Yeah, it's a bad one. It, in soccer terms, it's a really bad one. Funny thing about America, though, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. We have football, which is going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, goodness. It's going down. It's going down hard. Yeah. And I think it's something that we need to speak on. Rage Against the Machine! Tell you what, dude. These intros for segments, mind-blowing, going to change the course of podcasts. Probably. So, on, on the uh, Flapping Gums with DP, we always like to rant about something, and it's just, it's a perfect opportunity to go from sports to sports into bitching about sports right and i like you, you which is it. maybe the best part of sports yeah absolutely dude the nfl protests everything about them now the protests the people protesting the protest the people who are protesting people protesting these protests i have no idea what i'm just protesting now are you I protesting i don't know what but this is what we do now it's a time to be angry Man, it's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. I ignore it because it's ridiculous. How anymore? Like, I, it, how do you have this much time to be this angry at things? I was at my dad's house, and my brother-in-law, brother-in-law and I were joking about it. It's just like stupid cracking jokes. Yes. Obviously not being serious in any, any way, shape, or form. My stepmom gets, I mean, physically angry and, like, starts yelling. Like, she's angry about it, and I'm... Uh, and and I stopped for a second because I was like, I kind of got like mad for a second. Like, what are you getting mad at me for? Then I realized that she wasn't mad at either one of us. It's just, just like now we're mad. There's an under, there's a fury burning. Yeah, for not respecting America, and it, it, it I mean, it just like she was so pissed. And I no thought, one it, sees the picture. Nobody like understands anything. They just they want to be mad. <laughs> it's so weird because. I mean, you're a diehard Steelers fan. Yeah. I have friends who are diehard Steelers fans. I like football. I mean, I like the Steelers. I'm not like, I, I don't, you know, follow it like crazy. I watch a game, but I'm not deeply invested. But people I talk to who I, I know are fans don't really care. They're like, whatever, man. It's insane. Let's just play the football game. Yeah. Like, let's, can we just, maybe we, maybe we should just do away with the national anthem for the football players, leave them in the back. Yeah. And then we can just get it over with. Or you could just force people to stand up and on my end, and this is ignorance on my part because I've never you know experienced what other people have experienced the reason why they're not standing up for it. But I'm like, yeah. whatever. I mean, if you want to make a deal out of something and protest, I mean, you can do it in different ways. 
Like, this is... I guess, but also, I mean, I can't imagine protesting something and then somebody being like, well, you protest it a way that they like more. It's like, what well, do you, What do you mean? Like, people are like, like, they're protesting, you know, police brutality and oppression, all this stuff. And people don't like the way they're protesting. And then it's like, well, you can protest. Just do it the way we like you to protest. And it's like, well, that doesn't really – it's not really the point now, is it? That's like, not the point of protest. It's protesting. not a protest. Like if I do it silently in my house while no one's looking, is that really a protest or yeah. because it'll make you happy? Yeah. Like get out of here. You know, like your stepmother who's all fired up about this while she sits on the, her couch during the national anthem. Right. She's too As we all blind do. to see like anyone else's faults. It's like – Shut up. I'm like, what are you doing? But she even admitted that she got angry because the, she watches the news and watches the media and gets fired up. And she's like, they just need to stop, you know, focusing on so much. But we also all just, just need to ignore it. Like, it's just something that... If Good you, luck. I, I guess because I haven't had cable in, like, a decade, I don't see yeah. these things anymore. Like, I don't, I don't... I'm not even involved. Like, I just hear about it. Yeah. And whenever I watch football, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I guess I'm so disconnected from cable. But like, if you watch cable news, you're like, you're all, always fired up about something. You're oh, always yeah. ragey about the 24 hour channels. It's crazy or insane. Even local news, because it's so much negative stuff. Well, that's, you know. so that's what pops ratings. Yeah, right. Yeah. Blood leads. Yeah, you know that's if it bleeds, it leads. Like that's what people like. And they're like, well, they need to quit doing that. But you're turning to Fox News eight hours a day, aren't you? I'm not. You know what I mean? Somebody, yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody is. I'll like, turn on uh, – <laughs> what's his name? I'll turn on Alex Jones. Yeah. You know, hear some crazy, some crazy talk. But, like, your stepmom, she's going to say, well, they need to just quit covering it. But then she'll watch it for six hours right. and get fired up. And it's like, well – yeah. The ratings are popping. They're getting more sponsorship money. This isn't like, the BBC. why would they not cover it? Exactly. Yeah, because that's what is bringing people in. Yeah sensationalizing BS, basically. Yeah. This isn't the BBC. You know, they're not doing this pro bono, yeah. like the public service. Yeah. Like, these these people are making money, and they need to put stuff on that's making them and that's what money, people, bringing in ratings. that's what people watch. Kenny Stills is a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Over the weekend, he had these, not classes, but events where he brought cops in from the community and, you know, inner city kids and stuff, and they did just, you know, activities – uh, talk groups, had conversations back and forth, things that we need to do, things that they need to do, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to lead any news channel. None. Yeah. That's probably the best. Those are the things that need to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to have these interactions with cops and these people and, like, you know. If, Humanize them a little bit. If, if people are feeling oppressed, let's go to where the problem is. If it's with the cops, let's get them together. Let's talk about this. Yeah. You know? Have but a that debate. stuff's not going to get on the news. You're I not going to see one thing about that. I know. But honestly, somebody like me, I would watch that stuff. That's the weird thing. Like, they act like it's got to be the blood murder and controversy stuff that really goes. And I guess that is to a point that, I mean, it does get more viewers because that just triggers an emotion. But also seeing some positivity happen and people coming together, that triggers an emotion too. You would, you would hope it would, but at this point, I'm not sure anymore. Or just have a news network get the balls to say, you know what? I don't care about the ratings. Let's show some good stuff for once. Yeah. Like, let's actually do something. Like, we've got millions and millions of dollars. Let's switch it up yeah. and try something new. And I think you're only going to find that on the internet. I feel like cable news is never going to go that route. Vice is one of those ones. Vice, they'll show whatever. Like, they don't, yeah. at least from what I can tell, from what I've watched, and I've watched a lot of Vice stuff, it's pretty much the as honest as it can be. Like, they're not, 
leaning it one way or the other. I don't know. Did you watch like whatever uh, they did the piece whenever the whole race riots were going on? And uh, the vice girl with the blonde hair and the glasses, like she's real nerdy looking. Yeah. She was, it's a crazy video. She was with the guy, the head of that whole movement. I don't know what his name was. But she followed him around as it was happening. Which one in Charlottesville? Yeah, yeah. And it's a crazy, crazy news piece. I mean, yeah. it's, it's because the, I, I guess somebody would look at it and think that guy's not nuts. But I watch it, I'm like, that guy's nuts. And I'm not saying that because because of what he believes I'm saying that because he just seemed like a crazy person yeah uh, so that sort of like unbiased kind of thing where they just go with whatever's happening and actually show real footage that's yeah. what works and people I mean people have their opinions and people don't change their opinions I mean no one's open minded about anything anymore and as much as you think you you call yourself open minded and these people that are on the left that are say how open minded they are unless you don't agree with them. Yeah. Like well that's you're not really open minded. Exactly. And it's not gonna change. So whatever they show, you're just going to put your inset onto whatever that is. You know what I mean? So, you know, people see Antifa and they're like, Oh, these Democrats with Antifa. It's like Antifa's not the left. Antifa's anarchists. Like those aren't Democrats. You know they're not liberals; they're anarchists. It's but, a completely different thing. But all we live is all we live in is a Republican Democrat it's red world. Or blue. It's ridiculous. That's where we're at. It's red or blue. It just needs to stop, man. Hopefully, this next generation, like when we get older, like hopefully it breaks apart. I feel like it almost has to. Something's gonna happen because people don't. Anybody I talk to is more so now than ever. Like, yeah, I don't. Whatever works, you know, I don't need to be one or the other. It's like, what works? There's either going to be a time where someone comes along and we as a country be like, this is insane. And we look. Wait, didn't that already happen? (laughs) Was, I mean, like. Isn't it happening right now? Well, maybe. I mean, there's going to be where my generation, or maybe the generation after me, is going to look around to, you know, the generations before us. And we're going to go, do we want to be like that? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. It's like, so we either fix it or we blow it up. Yeah. One of the two things is going to happen. More likely it gets blown up. It's going to get blown up. To fi- fixing seems like a lot of work. Just blow it up. Yeah. And then nuclear Start holocaust. over. I picture next generation of America, um, North Korea infiltrates. You know, they take <laughs> over the whole country. <laughs> right. <laughs> China. Oh all of a sudden, they God. sneak in the back door. But that's the other thing. They just they they make that they sensationalize all that. Like I highly doubt that's ever going to happen. Like I highly doubt Kim Jong Un. I mean, would ever. I don't know. I just don't see it as a, a real possibility. I mean, right it's now it's so physically impossible. They don't have any weapons that can reach us. Hey, they they tried that missile over Japan. You know, it, yeah, it can't reach us. They went over Japan though. Okay, give them give them forty years. Yeah. Forget about but it. But you know what I mean? Like, right now, it's physically impossible, but everyone's like, could be this week. It's like, no, no, it can't. Could be at any moment. Yeah. It could like be right now. There's hiding stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, to wrap it up, we'll wrap up the whole deal with your rant and with flapping gums. Like, just, can we just watch football? Can we watch the thing that's supposed to be the distraction from the important things? Can we just let it be the distraction? That's all I want, man. Are I the just, ratings not higher enough? High I enough? just want... To watch sports. I want a two-hour distraction. I want my biggest problem to be the Pirates' bullpen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's what... I want to be worried. Like, oh, he's doing a double switch. First and third, two outs. I don't really like this problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I want that to be a problem in my life. Right, yeah. I hear you. And it, it can't right now. Like, it's just impossible. And if I try to, 
I'm close-minded and, you know, I don't get to ignore these type of things. And, you know, remember when Twitter was fun? Uh-huh. Like, it's not anymore. Yeah, well, I, I guess I – sometimes I'll find I, – I, I follow a lot of people that don't fall into all that BS. I'm but about it's to, also I'm about there to clear too. off everyone. Now, Facebook is it's, – it's full-blown. See, and I never – like, I got on Twitter because I didn't want Facebook. And now Twitter's, like, falling apart on me, and I was yep. like, you are my only hope. you got to go Instagram. Instagram does not get political from what I can see. Not anybody that yeah. I follow. Oh, it's coming. I'm about to just clear everything out and start over. AOL. You can't, bro. It's gone. You know, you want to go what? back in hey. the past. You're living in the past, man. Aim when we need you most. You Come leave on. us. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Right in the moment. Where America is falling apart, AIM. Make America us. great again, bring yeah. AIM back. That's there you what we go. need. Yeah, make AOL great again. Make, get a screen name. Rip and Rob make in the house tea. today. Shorty 2012 in the house. Yeah, Bob Burrito. <laughs> Bob Burrito 316. Tea connoisseurs. Tea extraordinaires. Maybe tea snobs of the future. The Altoona Tea Party is coming, baby. Ooh. You better look out for it. We have some things to do, DP, for the next podcast. Yeah. I gotta we got to prep you for the claw. Get the fingers going. Get Whoa. ready. Okay. There's some good movements. You got good knuckle circulation there. Looks like you got good... Uh, good uh, Dexterity. Dex- oh, wow. Bam. Dropped it on him. I was I was going to struggle with that. I'm glad you dropped it. Rob's radio claw machine team. Damn, son. Cap. So, okay. He's going down. Now, you're going to go into the pinball tournament. Maybe. Well. You're going to D.C., yeah. February 22nd. Yeah, something, yeah. Mark the date. I have it. I still have it bookmarked, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and by the way, uh, podcast sponsors, you can, if you want to sponsor the uh, Rob Z Radio podcast, send me a message. Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. At DP, anything you want to hit him with? Yeah, I mean, if you just want to say hi to me, that'd be cool. You know, In public or? Yeah, in public, online. Just be nice. That's all. Just there be nice. There it is. Be nice to me. Be nice to Rob. As long as you're a Democrat. Support some local stuff. No. If as long as you're a libertarian. <laughs> if, you, if you're a Republican, you're nice. I'm cool with it. Uh, and support local stuff. There you go. Get local, baby. Wherever yeah. your local is. Yeah. Be a localitarian. Peace out, bro. Later. <laughs> That's brutal.